0: I Love First Christian Center.
1: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Because see,
2: it doesn't take talent to uncover a person; it takes love to cover. Now, question I ask you today: Are you a person who uncovers people, or are you a person that? Because the Bible
1: says, "Love covers." So, what's left out of all?
2: somebody might have had a bad day. You know what? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, look, somebody lost their mascara. I took off the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, oh, glasses. Praise God. Let me put this stuff back over here. But most to sit back and say, look, what's wrong? Versus saying, how can I? Could it be that God placed you in that spot to help? Could it be that's what God called you to and you just That's like every now and then, some of y'all complain. Why don't you pick up your drawers? And you walk over the drawers every day. (laughs) Boy, why don't you pick up the plate? (laughs) First, to God, be the glory. I'm glad they ain't starving. Well, glad they got underwear. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Boy, she never covers your toothpaste up. Man, thank God I have a toothpaste cover. Glory to God. You can complain about everything or do something. Now, which one are you? There was a a brother named Noah. Had three sons. One son came in and found, I'm all over the place, but that's Holy Spirit. Came in and saw his daddy naked. He goes out and say, hey, y'all, daddy naked. My daddy naked, he butt naked. Read the Bible for yourself. The two brothers came in and they got a sheet on their shoulder and they walked backwards. And they covered their father up. And when the father woke up, that son that did it was cursed. Because, see, it doesn't take talent to uncover a person. It takes love to cover. Now, question I ask you today. Are you a person who uncovers people or are you a person that? Because the Bible says love covers. So what's left out of all? Oh, boy. All Holy Spirit working today. Then a peasant, back to my story about the boulder on the road. Then a peasant came along carrying a a load of vegetables. Upon approaching the boulder, the peasant laid down his burden and tried to move the stone to the side of the road. After much pushing and straining, he finally succeeded. After the peasant uh, did that, he looked down and where the boulder was was a a bag of gold and a note from the king. Rewarding whoever dropped their burden to move this one. See, most people saw the boulder as an obstacle. The peasant saw it as an opportunity. God will mask your increase in a problem. God will mask your promotion in a problem. Pop pastor, prove it. David got his promotion when he fought Goliath. Your promotion with God will always be with a fight. And you may not want to fight, but if you don't want to fight, that just defines your level. Don't get mad. This is God's, okay, cool. Stay right there. But if increase calls increased hostility. So, if you expect to get to the next level, how are you handling your current level? How is your attitude right now? Because God can't promote bad attitudes. Because the attitude is an indicator of an inner struggle. Ooh, Jesus. uh, (laughs) Real talk. John Maxwell says this. If you don't know, John Maxwell was a preacher and uh, he's a life coach teacher now. Your attitude determines your altitude. Bad attitudes always stay on the lower level. The more you grow your attitude, the higher you can be promoted. Because see, the higher you go, it's a different atmosphere on top and the bottom. There's more pressure on top and the bottom. So if you can't handle the pressure, God can't elevate you to that level. Because you'll embarrass him. (laughs) The higher you go, the more you get stabbed. The higher you go, the more pain you must endure. The higher you go, the more ridicule you'll get. It comes with it. The Bible says, with the blessing comes persecution. Oh, glory. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know if you're ready for that. I know, I, I know you say you want the promotion, but you know, once you get the promotion, they're going to start hating on you. Come on. They used to be your friend till you got the promotion. Am I telling you? We, we used to be cool until you got the promotion. We used to hang out till you got the promotion, but now you—oh, oh, 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 oh you different. Oh, oh, oh you changed. Uh, what did I change? My, 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 type, my job or description changed. Now I I can't deal with you. Friends, how many of us have them? Let's be friends, ones we can depend on. The narrow road, the narrow road, glory to God, means having your heart and life constantly regulated by the direction of Christ, the narrow road. The narrow road means having a steady perseverance in faith and obedience to Jesus Christ. The narrow road means rejecting temptation in order to shut out all self-pleasing and self-seizing, self-seeking diversions. The narrow road, the road of denying yourself means taking up your cross and following Christ. One road you'll have the majority on. Another road will be a lonely road. (laughs) Glory to God. Neither does being on a church road make you on the right road. Being baptized doesn't mean you're on the right road. The right road means you have a steadfast commitment to Christ. Come hell or high water. (laughs) When you say I'm going to be on the narrow road, hell declares war on you. Amen. Comes with it. Wisdom keys. I got three. Hope I'm doing good on time. Praise the Lord. It will take a sacrifice. If you want to be on this road, there'll be some sacrifices. Look what he says. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, I beg of you in the view of all mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting your members and all faculties as a living Yes, Jesus. Holy, devoted, consecrated, and well pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service. So now,
1: I have to surrender
2: my life, my will, my way to God. Next, next step. Be Don't be conformed to this world, this age. fashion after, adapted to its external, superficial fashion, customs. But be transformed, be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and new new, at, new, new, at, new at, attitude. Pa- pastor, the attitude in the Bible, bo- yeah, 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 yeah. If your attitude has not changed, I've got a question if change has come to you yet. Because the Bible says to be transformed by the entire renewal of your mind and new ideals and its new Look at your neighbor and say, how's your attitude? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm not talking about you, but the Bible is. Come on, come on, say, I didn't write the letter. I'm just trying to deliver the message. Neighbor, how's your attitude? Come on, touch your neighbor, touch your neighbor, touch them. Touch him one time, touch two times, touch three times. Now, listen, now, listen, now, listen, I said I don't know you like that. Okay, I'm not used to people touching on me, and uh, I'm about to lose my attitude. Come on, say, hey, hey, say I got a new attitude. There's a song. I got a new attitude. As you grow in Him, you should have what kind? Because the the old attitude was where you used to be. And every time you allow that old Bobo to come out, every time you allow that joke to come out, you got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta put it down. Come on. Tell them, Bobo, get back in. Go go back in Go back in the cage. Come out. Come on. Come on. Go back. We all got a bubble in us. We all have a little old attitude where we're rude, stank, irritable, Oh, brother, that's how brothers about to start to shout in church.
1: You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Chomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com.
2: Don't do nothing right now, brother. Just blink. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sisters, I'm going to help y'all. He don't remember nothing. Blink, blink. Don't raise your hand. Just blink. Just blink, blink, blink. We ain't talking about that. Blink, 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 blink. <laughs> Ooh, this is therapy today. This is therapy. Yes, Jesus. You needed to come to church today. I'm trying to help you. Mm-hmm. Number two, number two, it will be a struggle. Nobody said the road would be easy. Acts 14, establishing and strengthening the souls and the hearts of disciples, urging and warning and encouraging them to stand firm in the faith and telling them that it's through many hardships and tribulations we must enter the kingdom. So if if you're going to get in, you're going to go through something. We have a brother, Job, went through something. Glory to God. You're going to go through something, but the blessing is you're not going to go through it by yourself. But the word of God says he'll never leave you nor forsake you he's an ever-present help in a time of trouble if you draw nigh to him he'll draw nigh to you he said I'll never leave you nor forsake as Paul said I'd ask three times glory to God for this for this thorn to be removed from my side and God word he says my grace It's sufficient, for in your weakness, my strength is made strong. So if Paul had a thorn, he didn't want to take, praise God. And Jesus said, look, uh, can you take this cup away from me? If Jesus, who God is in, says, take the cup, what's the likelihood you're going to say, Lord, I I, I can't handle it? It's it's through the struggle we get in. (sighs) Lord, I thank you for the storm. Lord, I thank you for every season. For Father God, you already knew it. Hallelujah. As James says, count it, all joy. For when you fall into various trials and testing for the testing of your faith, produces patience. And that patience have its perfect work that you may be complete and perfect and lacking nothing. John 14 and 6 says this. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through the Son. I read a story about a king and his brother. The father had given the throne to the older brother, and the, other, the younger brother was envious. So in the process, the younger brother tried to kill the king so that he could be the king. Game of Thrones for real, <clears throat> or whatever show you watch. So, it didn't work out, and the brother, the king, had to put his brother in jail. And then the people said, how long you going to keep him there? He said, he has a life sentence. He'll never get out. He said, but I want you to understand, I love my brother, and I want him to get out. He says, but he has a way to get out. You can go visit him yourself. So, the people said, let's go visit the jail. (laughs) They went to the jail, glory. Me and my analogies. Okay, they went to the jail, y'all. Come to find out, the jail had a crack in it. That was i tw- I'm good. I'm a athlete now. Pray for him. All right. Yeah, it just all of a sudden got a gangster lean to it. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, what's a gangster lean? <laughs> Let me educate. The Leaning Tower of Pisa. Okay. <clears throat> so, Lord help, boy. I can't help it. It's how he made me this way. I wasn't trying to be like that. <clears throat> and. They said, go, go visit him. He said, I left a way out for him. And when they went to go visit the prison, there was a space that was 50 centimeters wide, about 20 inches, for him to get out. But the brother knew his brother. And the brother loved food and sweets. So the brother made sure that he had everything he loved in prison. And the brother would have to make a decision. Eat or freedom. And he never chose to stop to get out. God left a gap for you to get out. And oftentimes, we can't let go of that thing. I don't know what thing got you held. Some of you have been held back. You know you should have been married by now, but some of you are taking care of a grown man. I'm not saying your boyfriend. I'm saying some of us got kids. (laughs) Take it how you want to take it. Some of y'all already took it like that. Some of y'all held hostage to a friend girl. Pastor, she's not my girlfriend. She just a, Are you you sleeping with her? Oh, don't you look at me with your old sanctimony yourself. Y'all know. And God is saying, I I got a way for you to get out. For the Bible says, I always leave you a way of escape. That's the word. I always give you a way. But the challenge is that thing. And you don't even realize that thing is blocking your blessing. That thing is blocking your promotion. That thing is hurting you from where God's trying to get you to. Because, see, you can't get through the door with this thing. What's your thing that God told you to drop? What's that thing that's holding you back from your next level? Because, see, guess what? Thank you, Ernest. I appreciate it. You can put it back for me, brother. Thank you. I, I, was, on, I was on the expressway i would just be making stuff up, just taking stuff out of church. Anyway, I was on the expressway, y'all, and we were going to the airport. And uh, I come out of Lithia to go on a cross through Lumpston, okay? And usually there's an arrow on, on Lumpston that tells you to go this way, get the cross town expressway open, or go this way, all the way to Falkenburg. So the arrow said it was open. So I said, okay, praise God, I made my right to go through right by the mall to get on the cross town. And I got there, and it was closed. So I had to go around, and the sign said, (laughs) I went around, got on the highway. It said this, y'all, express lane closed, stay in your lane. Holy Spirit jumped at me. He said, some of y'all trying to get through the express lane. It's closed. You have to go through that relationship. You have to go through that job. You have to go through that season. You're not gonna have an express lane through it. No, God's gonna allow you to go through that season. And sometimes, they say, Lord, I want to express pass. I don't want to go through this. Look at the neighbor and say, "Express lane closed. Stay in your lane." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So express lane closed. Stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah, your marriage may not be perfect, but stay in. The job may not be all you want it to be, but. Because oftentimes we get out of our lane. And when you get out of your lane and you come back, you don't come back in this spot. Because what I realized that God... God often uses single lane roads and not highways. See, we think we are a highway. We can go and just get in front of everybody. God says, No, there's a line, there's a pecking order. And see, there's been people who've been faithful longer than you have. And see, what it is, all you do is see the glory, but you don't know the story. See, you don't know how God, you don't know how long I've been working on them. So all you see is their position. You don't see what God is doing. So you get frustrated, you get angry, and God says, okay, you ain't learned nothing. Start at the back of the line again. And then you get on the verge of your promotion, and you act up. Okay, you ain't ready for it. Go back. And the question is, how long do you want to walk around that mountain? Because the real talk was, God says, if the children of Israel were ready for the promised land, they would have been in it 12 days. But since you're not ready, 40 years. Because you murmured and complained. I try to tell people, you better stop murmuring and complaining. That's one of the worst things that happen. Because all that do is put you at the back of the line. God is all-knowing, all-seeing. God knows everything. So I have to trust him when I can't touch him. I have to trust him when I can't track him. I have to trust him when I can't trail him because I know, as Romans 8.28 says, and we know that all things are working either I believe it or I don't. It's going to work out for my good. Hallelujah. Every now and then I feel the same way, y'all. I'm on a single lane road in a hurry. You know some of them back roads close to McDale? Them single, you know, you think you got a shortcut, and all of a sudden you realize there's no shortcut? You can't do nothing about it. You are just there. And you might as well just take a deep breath and relax, because you're not getting nowhere. Anybody been there before? You thought you were smart. You're going to do the back road. Also, everybody else thought the same thing, too. And you just have to wait, y'all. And if God did it for them... God can do it for you. For the Bible said, he is no respecter of person. If you want gain to gain God's respect, respect is gained by faith. Trust him. I ask you today, what road are you on? Are you on the narrow road or are you on the wide road? Are you on the road of integrity, righteousness, obedience, submission, commitment, or on a road where it don't matter, it's all good. Okay. You believe that if you want to. Any elevation comes through structure. So I ask you today, where are you in the faith walk?
1: Are you on a narrow road or a wide road? Over to God.